Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about how to fuel up our sleep and energy levels. So if we're lacking or running on low energy levels, lacking that deep resting sleep, and there are things that we know that we could or should do to improve that situation, but we're kind of not getting started because we're afraid that we're not going to follow through anyway because that happened to us in the past a couple of times. So we're, we're kind of feeling inconsistent, uh, having hard times to really do this stuff. And we're also losing confidence in ourselves, partly. And that's weird because we're, you know, we're business professionals, we're uh, running companies, uh, we're uh, parents, we're leaders, and we can do all this stuff for others, even for abstract things as our company is one. But we can't really do it for ourselves. And probably we wouldn't tell that to others and others wouldn't even notice, but we know that it's true. So this week's episode is going to give you tools, techniques to bring you into that lasting motivation, to give you the ease of change and to build confidence in your change to really follow through and the things that you know will serve your well-being, will serve your energy levels and your sleep. So basically we could say we're going to move from the intention to change things to the purpose to change things. And that's kind of part of the secret here, right? So two weeks ago, I ran you through the first part of my nine step program. And this is what we're doing in this podcast too. It's step number three out of a nine step proven nine step process that I walk each and every of my clients through from low energy levels to high energy levels. And this is the last block of the mindset part. So we're getting our mindset aligned with what we want to do. And it's probably also the most important part. So two weeks ago, we had a chat about the willpower. And many of us think that willpower is the thing that we're lacking, which in reality, we're not lacking it. We're just using it in the wrong way. What we're often lacking is the purpose, the purpose to do things. So let me explain or dig into this. If we have a couple of things that we know will improve our sleep. Um, and we, we've got a shiny picture of us kind of feeling energized, getting enough sleep. So that, that sounds good, looks good, basically. We look at that picture and say, oh yeah, sure, I want that. But it's only a picture and that's the problem. A picture is not enough to get us walk through the pain. So remember, we're, we're talking about change, right? We're in a state where we're not feeling good. Uh, we want to get to a state where we feel much better, feel those energy levels peak again, where we've got that deep resting sleep. So that means change. If we're not there right now, it means we have to change things because if we don't change things, nothing's going to change. That's just kind of a simple, you don't even uh, have to be good in math and I'm not, so to understand that. So we want to change and changing means that we have to move out of our comfort zone and that always requires us to move to a certain, uh, through a certain amount of pain, right? So now we've got this shiny picture and we think, yeah, everything's cool. I want to get there. I want to do this because I want to have that sleep. And it's a shiny picture, but, and that's what I mean with it's only a picture. Now we experience the pain. And then we have a look at the picture and think, okay, yeah, the picture is nice, but it's not worth taking the pain, 
that's where we fall off the cliff and stop doing things, right? So the question that we want to answer is, what is our purpose for change? And this is actually the really important question to answer. The purpose is essentially the thing that our fuel, to give you a picture. So when we're talking about the willpower, I told you it's the, the engine starter. We need this engine starter to get started, to be willing to walk through the pain once or at times, you know, when we have a bad day, we need our willpower to just follow through. But the purpose, the, the thing that we're talking about today is more like the fuel, the gasoline. So we're going to fuel up our cars to be able to hit the gas pedal and walk through that pain, drive through the pain. And um, we're going to do that on a consistent basis until we eventually have reached our goal. So what happens when we walk through that pain of change once, twice, three times, 10 times, 100 times, 300 times, is that new neural connections are, are being created in our brains. And this leads to us learning a new behavior, right? And the new behavior is essentially our new self. So as soon as we reach this, we don't have to walk through pain anymore. It's just what we are and what we have become. So it's the repetition that makes the difference. And to repeat it, we just have to have our car full of fuel. It's not enough to have the engine starter, the willpower. We need a lot of gasoline to walk through that. And the gasoline is the purpose. And just looking at a shiny, bright picture is not purpose enough. That might be good to do it twice or three times or 10 times even. And you're probably going to need more willpower than you would if you got a good purpose. And that's why we have to take care of the purpose. So what we want to do is to figure out why we want to change. And I'm going to walk through two aspects here. The first one is, let's say we want to change. We want to sleep better, deeper, because we know we're going to feel more energized and we're going to be more productive at work. Let's just take that as an example. You could take any, anything else, but let's just stick to, uh, to this. So now what can happen is that you want to sleep better, sleep a little bit longer to be more rested the next day, but unconsciously. And this is a thing we really want to watch, and it's not that easy to do. It's simple, but it's not easy. It requires a little bit of time and effort. So what happens then, or can happen, is that our unconscious starts to identify conflict. It says, okay, consciously you're telling me that you want to be more productive, and that's why you need more sleep, but unconsciously I know there's going to be time missing. And I might even be aware of that consciously. There's going to be time missing, so what you're telling me is not really a good purpose. That's not worth doing it because I'm not going to get the result that you're promising to me. A thing or a method or a technique that you can use here, we can use here, and I use that technique quite frequently on my, 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 myself, is to reframe a situation. So a good thing here could be to tell yourself that the time will be less, but your productivity will boost. So let's say you get one hour more sleep every night, you're going to double your productivity or go with 50%. It doesn't really matter. You're going to boost your productivity. And you know it's true. You have to feel that this is true. If you think nothing's going to happen, nothing's going to happen. But if you feel that if you are rested, if you're energized, if you feel creative in a good mood, that you're going to get much more done 
and I can assure you that this is the case, and we all know it, right? Then that's a reframing. Now you need to do it. You truly need to do it, sleep longer to get more productive. Instead of just saying something, having that little picture, but unconsciously feeling that you're cutting time out of your productivity time, which is going to give you a hit. So that's number one. That's kind of just watching the self-talk when it comes to our fuel, our gasoline, reframing situations, very powerful, but that's only the surface. So let's go really deep now. The thing that you really want to do is to figure out why you actually want to change. And the why, the answer to the why, must be something that is really important, emotionally reacting important for yourself. So typically what would happen if I ask my clients the first question, why do you want to do this? The first answer is kind of because I want to feel better. Yeah, I want, and then you get answers like, uh, I want to feel um, energized at daytime again. I want to feel rested. I want to feel in a better mood. Uh, so that's kind of the obvious. But that's not a purpose. Because that alone is just kind of similar to a shiny picture. Now, how do we get deeper? How do we get to the emotional response? How do we get to our true purpose? And there's a wonderful exercise that you can do. I call it the big why, and it's part of my coachings too. So you can do that on your own. Best do it with a friend or your accountability partner. If you walked through last week's episode, you know how important accountability is. And do the big why exercise. And here's how it works. So basically, you ask or you get, get asked, you let yourself get asked why you want to do this. Why do you want to change? Why do you want to feel energized? Yeah. So, and then a typical answer could be, okay, I want to feel better. So the next question would be, why do you want to feel better? And then you start thinking and say, okay, I want to feel better because when I feel better, I'm going to get more done at work. Let's say, let's just stick to the work example. You can take any other situation I said, okay, so why do you want to get more done at work? Because I'm going to impress my boss. I'm going to create value for the company. I'm going to impress my boss. So why is it so important for you to impress your boss? Yeah, because actually if I impress my boss, he's going to promote me and then I'm going to earn more money. Okay, so why is it so important for you to earn more money? So these responses until now are not emotional, right? They're kind of straightforward. They're logical. They're rational. We're rationalizing things. So it's rationalize, right? We have to get to the emotions here. So the next question could be, why do you want to earn more money? Yeah, actually, because I want to um, buy more things for my family, my, my kids, uh, my wife, whatever. So why is it so important for you to buy more things for your kids or your wife? And you... you at some point, you, you notice that you're getting a little bit emotional and um, that's a good sign. So you might, when, when you feel that you're deeply emotional, then you know that you're there. You don't have to, you know, take the next step, the next, the next, but it's important that you feel these emotions arise. So in this example, it could be okay because I want to I wanna give them more 
because uh, I, I, maybe I didn't have that and uh, I want to be the best role model, the best father, mother I can to my kids, the best husband to my partner, my spouse, the best whatever. And this could be completely different for you. This is one route. It could also be I want to get the appreciation of my colleagues. I want them to recognize that I am the, you know, the best manager in this company, that I serve everybody best or whatever. There is a point in all of us where we will get and feel deeply emotional. And that's the point where we're going to stop the big why exercise and come out with the big purpose, the big motivation to follow through. So it's not about asking as many whys as possible. It's about finding the right stop when we do this exercise. You want to figure out why. And this is your fuel. As soon as you know why you're truly doing this, you're just going to follow through. It's a little trick. Mostly we're not doing it for ourselves. We're doing it for ourselves, but the purpose is that we're doing it for others quite frequently. That's a strong motivation. With that, we're filling up our tank. It's going to be so much more worth doing the change because now we know we're doing it for our kids, right? I'm going to bed earlier to do because I want to be the best father out there. Oh my God, is that a different motivation than I want to do this to feel better tomorrow? Yeah, I bet it is. So do that and um, you will figure out your personal purpose. Go deep here and that's basically all what it takes. And this is also the last part that closes up the mindset section. So we're, we've learned how to, um, how to use our willpower the right way. We did that two weeks ago. Last week, we talked about accountability, essentially how we get support, measuring, and being a, keep accountable to ourselves and to others. And now we're fueling up our journey with purpose, and that way we're set. So that's kind of the first week of all of my coachings. The first three steps are in the first week. And after that, we move on to the practice part. So the next podcast will be about the body, nutrition, and the mind, what we can do there to improve our energy levels and our sleep. And after that, we're going to have three podcasts about how to make things habitual, talking about rituals, talking about how we make this enjoyable and how we can master all of this. As always, it's up to you. You can move on and say, okay, I, I know why I'm doing this. It's hopefully not for a shiny picture, uh, but for a purpose. And you can also just tap into the exercise as always, you've got nothing to lose, a lot to win, and this is probably, no, I'm sure, this is the most important part of the mindset section. As soon as you've got your purpose for change right, everything else is just going to fall into place. It's going to be so much easier. So take action. Go to sleeptrust.eu, download your Sleep Trust sleep map if you haven't already, because there you can see all the nine steps and you can make little comments as we walk through this coaching light, I'll call the next podcast and the past ones, and take notes, write down what is important for you in each and every step, and that way you will get back to superb sleep, high energy levels on fast track, and that's what I wish for you. And with that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. Often when it comes to our energy levels or our sleep, we know exactly what we should be doing, but 
fall over the cliff when it comes to doing the things. The main reason for this is not having the right purpose in place to actually follow through. Two easy things that you can do to fuel up your purpose is to reframe situations or to do the big why exercise, really digging into the deep purpose why we're doing all of this and why we deserve and want to feel good over the course of the day. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week where we are going to tap into the practice part and starting off this practice part with the body. So everything that we can do for and with our bodies to promote high energy levels and superb sleep. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.